All right. You know what that sound means. (laughs) Ooh, we got action this time. (laughs) All right. Welcome back to another episode of Love, Life, and Labels. Welcome if you're new. Welcome back. If you're a return listener, we thank you for tuning in. I am Ish, and this is my lovely wife, Lee. And together we are Love, Life, and Labels, and we're just two black women, two millennials loving on each other unapologetically, and we're talking through life as a married, queer, black couple. Indeed. Indeed. So, what are we discussing today? Well, before we get into what we're discussing, what's in the glass? What is in this glass (laughs) of mine? Because she doesn't have anything in her glass. What is in my glass? I am sipping a clean, crisp, refreshing, full-bodied Merlot, baby. (laughs) That's a beautiful glass. Yeah, yes, it is. very nice wine glass. Okay. You Um, got to. Scott, listen, if you drink, you drink well, and you make it look good. Yeah. (laughs) I, I concur. I am drinking a nice, crisp bottle of Poland Spring Water. Yes, you are. Um, because for those of you who are new or just don't know yet, we, we what? Uh, we are we pregnant. Hey, <laughs> baby. So I am drinking water. Yes. Flat water today. <laughs> I do uh, occasionally have my sparkling bubbly or mocktail. You do. You but do. today it's water. We're drinking water. And we're on the catch up. We're watching Legendary. Oh my goodness! On HBO Max. We are L A T E. We are. Who knew that it was that damn good? I didn't even know the show existed. Ooh. I would see it on our guy, like on our shows when we would go through HBO, and I would always say like, "Oh, I want to check it out. I want to check it out." But sometimes I get turned off, or I just don't be excited to watch some of our gay stuff in regards to drag queen and drags and balls. Because yeah. it tends to be whitewashed. So That's a fact. Yeah, so I just be like, eh. So I kind of put it on a back burner. And then a couple of days ago, we didn't. We ran out of stuff to watch, if we're mm-hmm. being honest. <laughs> we need a word for that, too. Like, when you're binge-watching something and then it's over. It's and over. And that feeling of just kind of being Disparity. lost. <laughs> like, where do we go from here? <laughs> there has to be a word for that feeling. But that's where we were. And I was like, well, let's, I read the description. And I was like, oh, let's give this a shot. Mm-hmm. And we end up really, really loving it. Um, yes. Some issues with the show, but... But overall... It was great. We're really good. enjoying it. And we're caught up to season two. So now we're just, again, waiting in the wind for just a new episode. waiting patiently. Mm. <sighs> so mm-hmm. who's your favorite this season so far? Okay, so I... I okay. I cannot remember the name of the house, but the house with the pretty brown skin woman. The really pretty one. Oh, is that Tishi? Like, who is that? I don't with know. The, is she in the house with the mother with the scar? I don't know. I think so. Yes, if I think she is, so. I think that's Tishi because I Oh think, yeah, Tishi duh. Yeah, yeah. I think that is them. I like them. I like um I like Shannon's I know, I like Shannon's um, house, and for the life of me, I can't think of who they are right now. Wow. And they're an iconic house, too. Oh. I like Shannon's house, and that's it right now. I'm a little disappointed that Prodigy was booted so they're fast. They're from Philly, right? Yes, that's, that's Jason's house. First of all, let me tell you something. <laughs> Being a member of the community here in Philly, and going to balls back in the day there is so much talent in mm-hmm. this city i mean i personally know of two people who are in the ballroom scene and i know of that three two, two or three i mean that could have easily been on that team and shut the house down like mm-hmm. shut that show down and it's unfortunate that they I didn't know. get the opportunity. And it's crazy because we had a Philly team on season one, too, who mm-hmm. also got booted west. Yep. And yep. that branch was from Philly. And, you know, again, being a member of the community, like, we know people who are so talented. Even Michaela, Michaela, who was um, actually part of Line Then, mm-hmm. she's from here. Yeah, Like, Mikayla. she's from Philly. Shout and out she's to you. a beast. And knowing how much talent is here, and I know of three people, but I personally know two people in the scene here who are just fantastic at what they do. And that have it. Yes. have it. They have it. They're competitive. They're clean. They're crisp. They're talented. They're decent people. I mean, because you have to be. I mean. That muscle control has to be on point. Oh, my gosh. So... 
when we looked at the teams, we were just like, oh, what happened? Like, we could have gotten so much further if yeah. we chose different people. Yeah. And, like, one of the people that we know is a member of Prodigy House. Yeah. So, I don't know why she wasn't there. I like, know. I mean, we, obviously, we don't know what goes on behind the scenes. Yeah, we have no idea. But, you no know, idea. one of the people that we're speaking of that we personally know, well, I know through my wife and that my wife personally knows, is a member of House of Prodigy. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. It was disappointing because you always root for the home team. Like, you always always root for the home team. And it was just really sad to see them get booted. Immediately. Yes. But I knew it, though. mm Because when I saw the team team. and I saw their performance, I was like, okay, so no. Mm -mm. Like, no shade. But no. Yeah. No. Mm -mm. Yeah. It wasn't it. It really wasn't it. Nope. Um, Yeah, but right now, I can't. What the heck is the name of Shannon is a bad mm. I mean, that is a grown-ass woman. Yes. Okay, I don't care how you feel. If you're Mm-mm. transphobic, this is probably not the episode for you. Not the the, um, the, topic the show for you. No, that part right there is like, not the show for you because we don't are, tolerate any of that. No, if you are transphobic or femphobic when yeah. it comes to gay men, yep. this is not the show for you. Go ahead and you. unsubscribe. It's fine. You won't be missed. It's no, okay. it's fine. But... That is a grown woman. Yes. Like, I mean, you you would have to really... You got to have a good eye to clock her. Let me tell you something. Because she's grown. Like, she that body... to three babies. Baby. She got fried chicken on the stove. <laughs> Cornbread in Cone the bread oven. Cornbread in the oven. A happy, thick-ass husband. Husband <laughs> that provides and supplies everything she needs. He okay. drive a truck. Yes. Okay. <laughs> he got his own construction company. He flip houses for a living, baby. He got the coins coming in. Okay? Mm. Wow. Yeah, she, she in the house coat on the lawn getting the paper. Okay? Child. That's mm-hmm. a grown-ass mm-hmm. woman. Mm-hmm. And mm. it was so funny because they were... What was what was the category? Was it, it was body. Ooh. Category was body. And Miss Jamila, who's been kind of wearing on us oh, this child. season. Yes, and we girl. like her, but... Yeah, but girl, relax. She's doing a lot doing this a lot. season. She's doing a lot. She's that mouth a, is, is a lot. You yeah, need to calm you, don't, down. you don't be telling black women. Nobody. But you definitely don't be telling black women stop riding your dick. You now, wait don't a minute. Don't talk to Megan like that. No. No. Don't talk to her like that. <laughs> um... But she, you can tell, it's so funny how you can tell people who are part of our community or, or hags and things, you know, people who are straights, who mm-hmm. are good Judies or whatever, that hang out and they're used to the culture and what's normal yes. in our culture and our community because they were judging body. Oh my goodness. And, and she Shannon brought, the, brought body. the body. She had on... A sheer um, number. A, yeah, like sheer or netted or something yep. dress. And she had her hair up. Yep. So you could see everything. 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 And, and she was naked underneath. Yeah. And because as as a trans woman, I have to assume I can't speak for trans women, but I, right. I'm guessing that there's a lot of pride mm. in showing Ooh, your body wee. and how authentic and yes. complete and complete yes. it is. You know, mm. proving your womanhood. Like, mm-hmm. I am a woman. This is a woman's body, and that body looks Ooh, authentic. Child, yes. Goodness, it don't just... look like silicone no. pumped. It, you can tell that Shannon had that already, oh and it just got enhanced. Yes, you know, girl. because it's soft and it move how it's supposed yes. to move. <laughs> she looks soft and supple, and like she smell good. Yeah, she can cook in the kitchen. And and like she... even when Ooh. she sweat, you smell her perfume. Okay, you like, know, damn, like. Girl. And Jamila was. So embarrassed yeah. because Shannon was naked mm-hmm. underneath her dress, and like she literally, it, it was almost a little bit of repulsion. Yeah, like she literally was hiding her face like, and ooh, looking ooh. away. And and me and Leah like, but it's a body it's competition. A body competition. She's showing her body. What like, did you expect? Yeah, so like was, when you go mm. to a ball and the category is body, you're seeing body, honey. Mm-hmm. You're seeing it. Yeah. Okay. The asses are out. The titties are out. Yeah. Okay? That's what you get. Yeah, that was like, eh, like this is why this is probably not for you. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think she's one of the EPs on the show, too. I didn't see her name. Yeah, I saw her name pop up in the credits. So it could have been that episode, but she was up there. Mm. So this may not be, you know, for you. Because it's not all just, yes, bitch, and dip. And, you know, it's not. Like, that's not not all that 
we are as a community and definitely not all that the ballroom scene is because baby miss laomi did not blink an eye oh like which when shannon was naked like because it's nothing Mm -hmm. like i get it i get what she's doing what she's selling she didn't even dock her points or anything for that because you get it you're selling body and this is your body um law who we love oh my god that is my law Still got to figure out where he's from. The internet say he's from oh Chicago, gosh, but that him. accent is real Pennsylvania, I South Jersey him. gay. Like, I don't know. Oh. He spent a lot of time over here. He had Lord, to. You are our boo. Like, yeah, we love I him. I love him. Love him. I mean, he's giving looks. Every he's giving shade without being nasty. Nasty or mean. Like, child, I love him so much. Yeah, he I didn't him blink so an eye. He gagged. Like, yes, bitch, okay. Mm-hmm. Everything tense across mm-hmm. the board. Across the board. So we're excited about that. That's what we're watching. Yes. Um, Are you reading anything? I'm trying to start reading the Budgetista's book. I did nice. get it on Audible. We have an Audible link, too, if you guys want to try yeah, Audible for a free Audible book. Check it out. Um, the Budgetista, just because, you know, I'm all always looking for ways to do a little better, be a little better. Mm-hmm. Um, and financial literacy is important, and you can never Very. have enough financial knowledge. And Great. it's written by a black woman. She's a former preschool teacher. Mm-hmm. And, you know... I I will I'll have more information about her and her book in the description and things, but I've been trying to listen to it when I'm getting trying to get some work done, and yeah, that's it. I haven't gotten very far because I just downloaded I think last night half sleep because I forget <laughs> things and I have to do them while they're on the front yeah, of my brain. I hear that right now, so I, I was that. like falling asleep and was like, let me just open it and go and do download it, it and get to it when I get a chance. But other than that. We're healthy, we're happy, baby girl's healthy. Yes, indeed. And God. big, and yes. yeah, we just, we're doing that. We're doing this marriage thing. So, we, throughout, you know, our marriage, we, people always ask, like, um, people are, are not even asked, but they're really interested and intrigued by how well we get along mm-hmm. and that you know it, it took a journey it was a journey to get there not in this relationship but we had our separate journeys before we became a couple Indeed. that helped us to do better in this relationship yes when we came with each other and one of the biggest things and obstacles I think I had to get over and deal with was not being afraid to remain my own person Yes. Because I've come out of situations where it's very toxic. And I see... I thought it was unique to my situation Mm -hmm. until I got out of it. And I realized that, no, people really feel this way. Yeah. So, this whole toxic thought process of you have to be around your partner or your girlfriend 24-7. All of your free time has to be spent with them, either in their face, on Mm -hmm. the phone, and you know, lesbians love moving in real fast and, Mm -hmm. you know, just spending all of your time with this person Mm -hmm. and the idea, it sounds good, where it's like, oh, well, because they're supposed to be your best friend, so you're supposed to do stuff together. And the idea of it sounds good, but it has morphed into this toxic need to control. Codependency. Yeah. Just Oh my gosh. And I thought it was unique to my situations until I got out of it and realized that no, this is common. common. It's very common. This is common. And so when you and I started dating, I was very suspicious of you. Mm -hmm. And it was weird because I already knew you. We had a rapport, we had a relationship prior to being a couple. Mm -hmm. But once you became my girlfriend, it was like, fuck are you so nice for? Or, you know, honestly, trauma, you know? Mm, but it was yeah. like, why are you so nice? Like, I don't trust it. And you would encourage me to spend time away from you. And that was suspicious to me. Isn't because, that sad? <laughs> it is. It mm. was very suspicious to me because it was like, well, why are you trying to get rid of me? Why don't you want me here? Why do you want me around? What are, what are you doing, you know, that you don't want me around to see? Mm. And, like, when I did, you know, start working on that and I would go out and hang out without you Mm -hmm. or whatever the case you wouldn't be on my phone the whole time no and again i was very suspicious it made me want to end what i was doing and hurry up and get back yeah because it's like oh this ain't gonna last that long she probably mad and that's why she's not texting me or calling me or whatever the case and when i wanted you to have a good time i think it's very healthy 
to have an outlet, you know, regardless of if, if it's an outlet, you know, just solely with you and you just want to go out by yourself and have some alone time or you want to go out with your friends and have friend dates, it's important. It's important. And even if you do not leave the house, if you just go to a different room for a little while or go outside in the backyard or go on the porch and just have your own thoughts, reconnect with self, it's important to me. I feel like that's something that every relationship needs. Yeah, I had to learn that. I had to learn, well, relearn that mm-hmm. because it was normal to me until it wasn't. Yeah. And I was just inundated with all these examples of and experiences of where when you try to do that, it backfired. Mm-hmm. You know, I have been in situations where if I wasn't with the person I was dating 24 7 or every free moment, because mm-hmm. let's like, you know, I was younger, like, I'm still, I still like to think I'm pretty young now. You are. But, <laughs> but I mean, I'm in my 30s. So I think yeah. this year I can say like I'm in my 30s. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> like I was much younger then because we've been together for almost 10 years. Yes. So like I was much younger then. And so I had like college and working. Like, you know, I was doing yeah, things. Mm-hmm. And so like any free time that I had, I thought that it was supposed to be spent with the person I was dating mm-hmm. because from my experience, if I didn't, it caused so much stress, so mm-hmm. much drama. Like I was, you know, dealing with somebody who would literally, if I told them like, Oh, I'm going, we weren't living together at the time. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, I'm about to go to campus. I had, you know, I got class, but then after class, I'm doing X, Y, and Z with my girlfriends or, you know, I had a long week. Friday, I'm hitting the club. Like, yeah, like I'm going out. I'm going yeah. out. I'm going drinking, or I'm going doing this. You gotta let loose. Doing that, to, and yeah, the person I was dating was younger than me at the time, so mm-hmm. they couldn't do the things I was doing. So they already felt away. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so it was like, oh, I'm about to do X, Y, and Z, and it turned into like this massive thing, and it starts very small. So I think that had it been a situation where it blew up right away. Mm-hmm that would have turned me off and I probably wouldn't have continued to deal with that person. But it start with small stuff like, oh, all right, go ahead. Well, have a good time. The passive aggression. Yeah, and where I was then, and oftentimes I'm still kind of there. Like, I don't catch silly shit like that because I'm so straightforward. Yes. So I take people at face value most times. Mm -hmm. So when you say to me, go ahead, it's fine. Go ahead, it's fine. I feel like you mean that. Yeah, like for sure. and and if you don't mean it and I know that you don't mean it, I don't care. Yeah. Because don't say it then. Like yep. don't call my bluff, you That's know? That's right. So it would be like, Oh, go ahead, it's fine. No, don't worry about it. And then so I would go, but like five minutes after we hung up the phone or you know, after the text was sent and I'm getting myself together or just going about the rest of my day before I have my plans, mm-hmm. then I'm getting hit with the text messages the angry messages oh or gosh. the smart assy comments. Grow up. And it would just, I would get so frustrated, I would still go. But, but you the, wouldn't have a good time. Yeah, and then the whole time I'm out, you're being a dickhead. So, mm-hmm. like, my phone would go off, and I already knew it was you. And then, or I would get so upset that when you called, I'm not answering. Right. And so now you're leaving me angry voicemails and then blah, oh blah, blah. So, gosh. I would get back to my apartment. And I'm just like, now when I get home, I'm arguing. You know, like, I done been out and I get home and I know when I get home, I'm arguing with you. Like, you can't even come home and have nice, like, a nice make make out session and... and, Well, no, because she didn't didn't live together. I know, but, like, that's so dumb. Like, if anything, damn, like, make your woman feel good when she comes home. You know what I mean? You got home safe, you okay. Ask her how was it. I'll see you tomorrow. Anything fun happened. Like a good time. Like, did you enjoy your, your friends? Like... Damn. Yeah, it was literally like an argument. And then it was like little stuff, little stuff, little stuff, little stuff. To the point where I remember one day I went out. One of my friends was having a house party or something. So, like, I went down to North Philly. Mm -hmm. And I'm there. And the whole time this person, like, demanded that I sit on the phone with them. No. And I'm like, 
I'm out. I'm out. You know, like I'm so out. I'm not doing that. Now, granted, it's not like I wasn't in a club, so it wasn't like oh, there's music. Like there was music, but you know, it wasn't a club. I was at somebody's yeah. house, so it was more like a kickback. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I'm like, ugh, I'm out. I can't even engage in engage with the people. That I am sitting in so front of. So you look like an asshole. Yes. You're out on the phone. It, that's just stupid. It was so frustrating. And it upset me so much. And then, like, of course, it upset my friends because I'm, like, livid. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what the fuck? Just hang up the phone. And the, the fucking abuse of it all. Because I knew that hanging up on this person and just being done with the conversation would just make it so much worse. So, in my brain, I'm doing damage control, even though I'm not even talking to you. Like, I'm not talking to you. You are literally just sitting on the phone while I'm talking to other people or doing what I'm doing. That person has issues. It was ridiculous. It was so ridiculous. Okay, the person has issues. It got so bad to the point where it escalated to, of course, I ended up continuing to date this person. You know, young, poor Mm -hmm. choices, whatever. And... We're living together, and I've never been the go through your phone, who you talking to, why you want to go do that. I've never been that person. Mm-hmm. Even when I knew, like if I knew you were cheating on me and I was just ready for the fight and ready to be done, I would just get my proof and be done. Right. Like, you know, like I'm not checking your phone or wondering who you're talking to every five minutes when your phone go off and stuff. Like, I don't do that. That's right. not my personality. I believe in privacy, Absolutely. and I respect that. And it got to the point where if I said, like, oh, and and it's been with you before, where you, I've been like, I want to go out and do something. And as my friend, you would be like, oh, well, we going to Silk City or we going to this, come down. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, come hang out. And I would just be like, no, like, as bad as I wanted to. I would be like, just come out. Because I knew, I knew the conversation would cause a fight would Mm. cause just strife and grief in my life like just the flat conversation of i'm going to go out or i was invited to hang out without you and and aside from the fact that it's you miss Aaliyah, like you know Uh. (laughs) that didn't help matters goodness but it's literally been situations where like oh well well, who i don't know them men but well you don't have to know them you know these are people that i know And these are my friends, and Girl. or this is my friend, because I didn't know your friends at the yeah. time. But, like, you don't have to know them, or I don't know them. About, and then I would say, you know, your name or whatever, and that became a whole thing. And it was just like, I just don't even want to deal with the arguments and mm-hmm. the fights and the drama. So I won't go. Mm-hmm. And years of that turned into just flat-out isolation. Mm-hmm. And, and that scares me when I hear people talk about it because that's abuse. Like, that's it is. classic abuser yes, behavior. Is. Isolating you from people who love you or people who care about you. And they keep you in this bubble where all you have is them. Yeah. And that becomes your normal. And it's not healthy and it's not safe because, you know, it escalated to other things. Absolutely. It always does. Yeah, because now you feel trapped. You feel stuck with this person. And, you know, if you've never been through it, you won't, it won't make sense to you. But that's classic abuser behavior. Mm -hmm. Like, it's so controlling. And the really messed up part about it was I didn't do that to her. Oh, yeah, of course not. That's she, not your personality. She went out with her friends. She mostly hung out with guys. Mm-hmm. She had a couple of girlfriends and stuff. But, like, she went out with her friends. She went out with her guy friends, her girlfriends, and was a serial cheater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I still did not do her like that. Like, oh, well, why you want to go out without me? And what you doing? Or calling her constantly. And it was so bad that because I didn't do that, I guess her own guilt or her own need to control Absolutely. and see what I was doing. Even when she was out, because I wasn't blowing her phone up, she was constantly checking in with me. Yeah. And I would literally just be sitting in the house uh, watching TV. Chilling. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, what you doing? Oh, you still watching TV? You still in the living room? No, you're not. I am. I'm sitting oh, in the fucking living girl, room. Yeah, you like, have the patience of a saint. Because when I tell you she would have been cussed the fuck out, don't play with me. Do not play with me like that. Like, I'm telling you what I'm doing and what I'm where I'm at as a courtesy okay and if I tell you where I'm at and what I'm doing I'm not I'm not gonna lie to you I'm grown-ass woman yeah okay don't play with me like that 
it was so frustrating though because I'm not a liar. No, and you're not. So, like everybody who knows me knows that I'm not a liar. I'm not a bullshitter. And it was little about who you on the phone with. I'm watching TV. Like yeah, I, you. Mm. Like the fuck. I'm on the phone with I'm you. I'm on the phone with you. You fucking <laughs> lunatic. Like, like, are you are you okay? <laughs> Honestly, are you okay? It was crazy. <laughs> it was so toxic that when I got with Leah. And we, when you and I got together and, well, when we started dating. Yeah. It was so much deprogramming I had to do before I could take our relationship seriously mm-hmm. or I could, we could even entertain the idea of being in a relationship. That's yeah. why we didn't, I didn't jump right into this. No. And you didn't jump right in with me. Mm-mm. It was so much deprogramming that had to happen. And when I look around and I see like this is so common and mm-hmm. it scares me so much that it's people think this is normal. Mm-hmm. And now I'm in a marriage where it's healthy. I can just <laughs> sit up here and in the, and sit upstairs in the bed or yeah. go and do my crafting mm-hmm. or even I like you can walk in the room and I'm in my phone and you won't harass me <laughs> about like what you doing up here by yourself in your phone or why you got to take your phone in the bathroom with oh you and it's like gosh. Because I need something to look at while I sit on the um, toilet. Like, I mean, what? <laughs> why we don't do have I... magazines. Like, oh my <laughs> gosh! How how about because I want to? Also that, and I pay the bill on this. I phone, so. want to, and I'm going to. I'm sorry, I haven't been a child in a very long time. Yeah, you're not going. Another adult is not going to tell me what I'm going to do, what I'm not going to do, and question me. Are you crazy? It just caused so much drama because... Especially as a girlfriend, not to cut you mm-hmm. off. You're not even my wife, bitch. Yeah. We don't even have paperwork. Like, get, girl, stop playing. Don't, don't stop playing with me. It, it, was, it caused a lot of drama because I, I agree with you, you know, and I was a little older than this person, so it's like... You know, I don't like to be questioned anyway. Mm-hmm. It just irritates me because I'm so open and communicate. Like, I communicate mm-hmm. so well. You don't have to question me mm-hmm. about things because I tell you what you need to know. That's it. And so I would get combative. Like, what? And so now that's an argument. And it's just, it's it's so funny to see how far I've come. Like, how dare you? Because literally, I couldn't even be sitting in the living room just, and this is when, like, social media first started. Started to boom. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, I'm from an era where you needed, like, a college email to even have a Facebook account. uh, And so everyone on my Facebook account were people that I physically knew. Like, I literally know y'all. I have some kind of story I can tell mm-hmm. about you and I. So these aren't like people I'm dating or just random gays yeah. and I'm flirting and stuff. These are people I know. And so even if I'm looking at Facebook, which I didn't even spend a lot of time on, I still don't really. <laughs> um, I'm scrolling through Facebook or just checking up and seeing what my friends are doing because I haven't seen them in so long. Mm-hmm. So I'm keeping up with their lives through their social media accounts and I'm sitting on the couch you know, with the TV on and my phone, and then you walk in, not you, but the person walk yeah. in, and it's an argument because I'm sitting by myself and my phone, and they don't know what I could possibly be doing. Like, <sighs> you would really think that I was a cheater. Like, I was, like, you know, just out here acting the fool. Acting the fool. And I really wasn't. <laughs> so, and it was crazy because that behavior made normal people more appealing to me Mm -hmm. whereas you were trying to control me so much to make me be so into you and all about you you were turning me off and making decency look so much more appealing to me because like I just wanted peace yeah and I felt like I deserved it but here I am constantly fighting with you about goofy shit it's ridiculous and now I'm in a marriage where you literally like you get up out the bed you wake up before me like Mm -hmm. long before me most days and i'm up here dead sleep and i know that i can walk downstairs to find you Mm -hmm. and i know you're not doing nothing and if you are on your phone when i get downstairs i don't care Mm -mm. like i don't care i never did care or i could be crafting or doing my planners and that shit takes hours yeah and you won't be like you can't possibly be still doing that or why you won't you why can't you bring it all in here and sit oh in front my, of me and, and do it under me but- no <laughs> my gosh let people be you have got to let people be i don't understand why 
people feel like somebody has to be up under their ass 24-7. Like, you, I, I have a life, you have a life, right? We're married. We're a unit. We're a team. Everybody knows this. You are my, my heartbeat. Love you to the universe and beyond. You are a whole person without me. I am a whole person without you, right? Mm-hmm. Together, we are a force, of course. Yeah, but I, I, we are. You, but you I, rhyming. a force, of course. I mean, hello. Hey. <laughs> Bars. Bars. <laughs> <laughs> but I want you to have your your life where you have things that make you happy outside of me, Right? And I want to have things that make me happy outside of you. So I can miss you. You have to miss your spouse. If you do not miss your spouse, that's an issue. I don't give a damn if you don't have anywhere to be, right? And I just want to go out. I'm 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 downstairs watching shows that I want to watch. Yeah, because even that's a thing. Like we yes. have our own interests. So sometimes I don't want to watch a black suffrage movie, <laughs> and I want to watch a Pixar movie. You know, yes. like, and it's okay if I want to come upstairs yes. or go in the den and watch what I want to watch while you sit in the living room and watch what you want to watch yes. for hours. For hours, <laughs> and then we come back, reconvene, and we miss each other, and we're lovey dovey because we missed each other, and we didn't even leave the house. You have to do that. Like, it's healthy. That is very healthy. I recommend it. It works. Okay? I highly recommend. I highly recommend it. Okay? And I love my wife. I love her company. I can spend every single second of the day with her. She knows this. We've done this. But you have to have... But not all the time, because you also be like, all right, I've had enough of you for a couple hours. Well, I... <laughs> We go. Be, we being honest. We being honest. My wife gets sick of me, and I know, and I can tell when she be sick of me if she trying to watch something that I'm just got half a brain into. Oh my god! And she just really be like, it. "All right, just go, just well, because go, go I, find something to do." It, when I'm really into something, because my wife, you like to discuss things, and you like to discuss things in the moment. So if I'm into a movie particular scene in a film i've never seen the movie before i'm excited to watch it my wife will have a full-on dialogue with me while i'm watching the movie about what's going on in the movie well why the hell would she do that that that, that makes no sense i mean that's foolish why would she put that there babe i don't know let's watch and see okay i have no idea so in that moment yeah i'm gonna go downstairs okay and I'm going to watch the rest of this series alone. <laughs> okay? And I might discuss with you. I might not. But I love you and I will see you when I'm done. I mean, that's fine. I don't see anything wrong with that. And I think encouraging the hobbies and separate interests is also healthy. Like, you have to have interests in things mm-hmm. that you like outside of your relationship. Mm-hmm. Because, like, your whole identity cannot be wrapped up in being somebody's girlfriend or Around somebody's wife. No. Yeah. Now, granted, the codependency is real in oh, our marriage. Oh, for sure. Because you can't, like, ever spend the night away from me. Like, that no, shit's But let me tell you okay. something. I can't even hold what? you. When I go out sometimes with my my friends I feel guilty sometimes especially because you're carrying our baby and you can't do the things that we normally do we can't go to a cigar bar together anymore and have whiskey sours or old fashions and smoke our favorite cigars you know we can't do that right now you know we can't go out and have can't some beers and things though. No. Like we can't go out for sushi. Or... No, we can't go to our favorite sushi spot. You know? So I feel bad when I go out with my friends and like, you know, have a good time. I'm like, damn, I feel so bad because my wife is is home. Like she's in the house. And I just be in here binge watching YouTube videos. Like <laughs> But you know, you I, you feel bad as a spouse when you're out living and having a good time and your wife is home like damn you know I don't I feel bad going to those places without you so I try not to like my friends wanted to go to an amusement park right and I'm like cool bet the first thought in my head after I said hell yeah was oh no like my wife can't go she can't get on the damn roller coasters and rides and that's the whole point of an amusement park you don't go to an amusement park to (laughs) To eat and walk around so you know what I mean I'm like well damn 
I feel bad. I'm probably not going to go now, you know, because I don't, I don't want to feel bad. That makes, that would make me feel, feel bad. bad. Like, it does. I'm pregnant and I get it. Like, but I mean, no, I, I'm not going to lie and say I would be happy if you went to the amusement park because mm-hmm. I want to go. Yeah, of course. But also, I mean, we could still go. I just would, you know, float in the lazy river and I would walk around and eat all day. <laughs> you would, but that's like a uh, blah. But yeah, but I, you know, I'll do like rides. So I get what you're saying, but yeah. you don't, I don't want you to feel bad about going out and having fun and doing things without me right it's now. It's so crazy because that's literally the first thought that I had. And it was, it wasn't just me. I have another friend of mine who's married as well. And I want to say throughout, I only have one married friend. Like no, one married well, friend and not siblings. Well, and we just had a friend who just got married. I mean, oh, technically that's true. she's my friend, but yeah, she's our right. Friend. I'm, yeah, that's true. I was just thinking solely like my friends, yeah, my friend, group. people you know, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I only had the one, the one married friend, and he's a guy. And literally, the first thing that he said out of his mouth was, "Well, damn, I can't go because I can't go to the amusement park with y'all and haven't been with my wife yet. That's going to cause a problem." I said, "Shh." <laughs> I hear you, brother. I, I guess like, the priorities are different too for married people and non-married people because mm-hmm. you know we tend to look at things like that as family activities. Mm-hmm. So I guess the thought process is just different. Yeah. Um, but I don't want you to ever feel bad about going out and having a good time. But like, if it is something that I can do, and then I'm not invited, then I'm gonna feel away about that. Mm-hmm. But stuff like that, I. I can't get on rides. I can't do nothing, it's, especially when it's hot. Like, I'm going to be hot and irritated and right. sunburned. Like, I just can't. Like, yes, yes, as brown people, we burn in the sun, too. Mm-hmm. But Sure do. No, I'm not slathering on SPF just to walk around. No. And wash it back off. Like <laughs> Because when you're pregnant, I just feel like you get hot and you get tired and you don't want to walk around in the park, an amusement park, with the sun beaming on your neck and back and shoulders, walking around. Like, that. it's a lot. It's, that's a lot. And I and I get that you're saying that you would, and then blah, but you would be tired as hell. I would, and then I would just float in the lazy river. And then you would want to come home. And it's yell like, at people, kids, for splashing me. <laughs> that's it. Oh, my goodness. Because I will, I will yell at a child. Not, not literally raise my voice, but no, I will check but somebody's you check child. children, and they respect you, <laughs> and then they love you. It's like, I love her. Yeah, because you get some together. Meanwhile, they just run all over my ass. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go here? Yay! No respect. No damn respect. But yeah, I wonder, though. I wonder if the tides will shift with that, if with this new generation and mm-hmm. even our generation. Because like you said, you only know on your own, outside of our mutual friend group, one married person. Mm-hmm. So like our generation, there aren't... I don't... Mm, the married people that I know, my siblings, mm-hmm. and then I have one married lesbian friend, one engaged lesbian friend, but that's it. Like, I don't really, I don't know anyone else who's married. Mm-hmm. I don't even know anyone else who's in a serious, committed relationship. Yeah. Um. Oh, no, I'm lying. And then I have another married friend. Oh, in Jersey. North Jersey. Is that who you're talking about? Oh, no, but her too. Look at that. Wait, they racking up here. So, <laughs> her, no, I'm talking about here about with her. the two little boys. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. for sure, for so sure. So, I totally forgot about for her. For sure. Um, and she's young. She's younger than me. Yeah. Um, But also, her, their situation is kind of similar to ours. Mm-hmm. They were friends for a really long time That's and then the started, way. you know, realized they had feelings for each other mm. and ended up getting married. Yeah. Um, it's amazing, I'm telling you. But our generation, like, in regards to people, we our friends and stuff that we spend the most time with, they're single. Yeah. And so I'm hoping that even in our generation, that mindset and that feeling of needing to control your partner, it goes away. Yeah, I hope it's that it's a not, trend and yeah. it just is a bad trend that goes away because it's causing so much damage yeah. to people. And people are just moving around thinking this stuff is normal yeah. and they're expecting that behavior you literally in every have, situation they go into. Yes. And you have folks walking around with PTSD who don't even know they have it. Yeah, exactly. Like, you don't even know you are suffering from because, PTSD. Because, baby, I <laughs> needed the therapist. Mm. Okay? Like, you can get PTSD from a relationship. Mm. 
Mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be physical abuse like Mm -hmm. that mental abuse that verbal abuse that shit is real it leaves real lasting scars yeah like and and it requires outside help Mm -hmm. to heal you cannot do it on your own because you don't often know that you have them right you just think that your behavior is normal because it's been shaped by your experiences not realizing that those experiences were trauma yeah so yeah i don't know like i just think it's very important to have alone time Mm -hmm. even if it's not solely by yourself like you don't have to be so literal and be like oh so i'm supposed to sit by myself in the house with my partner or girlfriend whatever no alone time means just stuff that you do without your girlfriend that's right like legit go out have your own friend like we have we've been together so long that we have a mutual friend group yes but i have my friends Mm -hmm. you have your friends Mm -hmm. And you go out and do stuff with your friends. Yeah. I hang out when possible. Because, again, my friends, the ones who are local to me, one's married, one's engaged. Mm-hmm. So they also have their lifelong partners. But, yeah. like, we all can kind of hang out when we have the time to just be with each other outside of our marriages, relationships, mm-hmm. whatever the case Um and then if that's not possible, you know, like we have a sep- we have a group chat that ain't none of y'all in, mm-hmm. you know, like so, that's right. like it's just it's a place to be humans and mm-hmm. and be Maisha, be you know I don't know if y'all want me to name y'all, but be B, be N, be A, like you know you you and Jay can just be yeah. yourselves, like that's right, and not have to worry about your relationship stuff, like that's right, you you know your relationship stuff is your relationship stuff. And then this is Maisha's stuff, and that's yes. Aaliyah's stuff. And it's it's nothing like having friends who genuinely care about you as a person and know that you're married, but you're still a person. Like, I have mm-hmm. a friend who's down south, and we we have great conversations. And he he asks about my wife and our baby, how she's doing. And then he he asks about me mm. as a as an individual. You know what I mean? What's going on with you? Like, where do, what have you been up to? Like, what's what's new with you? And that's so important because when you're married, you know, you do become a unit. Mm-hmm. You are a team, and, and people I tend to see love you that as one as one. And and they and they say, you know, well, people tend to say, damn, you know what I mean? When they when they think of going out. They kind of like put you to the side now. Mm-hmm. Well, so they think they have to bring your partner, or yeah, you can't go, or you can't go, and that's not the case. Like I had to have a conversation like that with a friend of mine because it was like, I mean, I don't know if you can come out. I don't, you know what I mean. I don't want. I don't listen. I'm still me. Very grown ass woman, and you're older than me. What I look like telling you what you can and can't do. Child, like nobody now, tell me what I can and cannot do. Right. Now we are married, and I always come to you. Out of respect because you are my spouse. You are my wife. I don't do anything without checking in with my wife. Period. I don't. At all. And it's not you asking me for permission. No. It's you keeping me communicating with you. Hey, babe, I was thinking about going here with such and such. You know what I mean? Cool. Or I'm going to go out with blah, 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 blah. I have a friend date scheduled. As you know, I do. I mm. go out with my friends periodically and we go out and have a good time and I let you know when I communicate with you while I'm there I check in with you you know out of respect because that's what you do Mm. you know you have to make sure that your spouse for one that you're okay in here and I have to I have to let you know that I'm okay out there Mm -hmm. you know so it's just to me it's very simple communicate but that is one of the toughest things for people to do though that's unfortunate. That is one of the toughest things for people to do. And and it seems to be... it. it everything falls back on proper communication. Mm-hmm. And most problems are rooted in poor communication. That's true. Regardless of what they are. Whether it's somebody has been cheating or mm-hmm. somebody's just not feeling loved or liked right. or appreciated. They don't it, talk about it. Yeah, or respect it. It all comes down to poor communication yep. at the end. And... I don't know. That's something people have to consciously work on. Yeah. It's not one of those things where you can say, oh, I'm working on it. But then when the situation arises to prove that you've been working on it, you, you don't. Resort, you resort back to your to, old habits yeah. and your old behaviors. Yeah. You know, it's an active 
um, it's active work. Like you it have is. to be doing it constantly in order for it to become normal or natural for you even. And it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Change is uncomfortable. Learning new things is uncomfortable. And the communication part isn't always, you know, the difficult part of communication isn't always saying how you feel. Mm-hmm. It's hearing how you make yeah. other people feel or yeah. hearing, you know, hearing about yourself. Yeah. People don't like to be taught about themselves. Nope. And and that's hard. That's hard for people. It's hard for people to hear, well, you know, I would, it would make me happier if you did this or you spoke to me this way or if you didn't question me about X, Y, and Z or when you question me or require that I be up under you all the time, it makes me feel X, Y, and Z. Nobody wants to hear that. And then speaking from personal experience as someone who loves deep. Yeah. You worry more about how your words will impact the uh, person hearing it and less about how impactful saying those words will be for you. Mm-hmm. So it's it's mm-hmm. more, I won't say anything because I don't want to upset her, mm-hmm. even though not saying anything will cause this behavior to continue and that will upset me. Yes. You know, and so it's a sacrifice in that way, but that person doesn't even know you're yep. sacrificing yep. your own happiness or your own sanity, for that matter, mm-hmm. to keep from upsetting them. Mm-hmm. So the behavior just never stops, and it's this vicious cycle of toxicity that we really got to stop. We got to break it. We do. It's so important, but I feel like our generation, those of us in this generation who really you know, care about progression and improving ourselves i feel like we are taking on that challenge to communicate better you know if we expand our families to raise our children in a way that they can be productive members of society and leave their their you know imprint on this world i feel like we're the generation who's bringing it back yeah you know because i I, the generation under us i gotta be honest i you know how old people used to literally <laughs> talk and say, "I don't know what this, what you young no, folks it's got real going out on. here now." This is how I feel. I feel like the generation under us—they are buck fucking wild, and they don't give a damn about life, nothing about it. It's really the microwave mentality. Like, whoa. And it's bad, even in, and it's so funny, right? Because the disassociation. Mm-hmm. And one of the due date groups I'm in, it's a bunch of, what are they, uh, Generation Y's or something? Oh, I they can't call keep them up. So. Gen Z's, okay. I think, Gen Z's. Um, apparently, this generation will be the alpha generation. I, I mean, baby. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't I know. like it, because the one we bringing <laughs> into the world, she going to be a force, baby. Um the Gen Z's were, they were on, like, they had this whole long thread, right, about how it started with this one girl saying, like, you know, us Gen Z's, we're the ones changing the world, and we're the forces, and we're out here, you know, being social justice warriors, and really trying to make change, and I will give y'all that, y'all are, Mm -hmm. however, and this is not a competition thing, no, however, I don't think it's fair for y'all to claim that title because us millennials are the ones who put in the work Mm -hmm. and we were the sacrificial lambs Mm -hmm. for this whole movement and Mm -hmm. change that's going on. Especially when it comes to gay and lesbian rights because well, wait a minute now. Let me me be clear. Not right. (laughs) The words are very important. When it comes to that attitude of exactly, I don't, excuse my language, but it is what it is. It's a rated R show. Mm -hmm. I don't give a fuck what you think, mommy, mm-hmm. what you think, daddy, yeah. family, grandparents, I'm living my life. Yeah. And if you love me, you'll get on board. And if you don't, you're lost. We are that generation, in my opinion, that yeah. said, fuck it, I'm doing me. Which allow for younger, and it's so beautiful yes. though, but allow for the younger gay, lesbian, trans, mm-hmm. queer children yeah. to live in their truth and, mm-hmm. and feel braver. Younger and younger. Yeah, to say to their yeah. parents, you know. This is who I am. Exactly. And then a lot of those parents are of our generation. Mm-hmm. So, you know, because people think millennials are young and we're not. Like, mm-hmm. We are the younger millennials. We are. Like, we're on the younger end of it. Um, the I oldest think, millennials, like, what, 40-something? I think 40 or 41 now. Mm-hmm. So, like... We're grown. Yeah. Like when people say, "Oh, that's millennial stuff," and it's like, "No, that's not. That's Gen Z stuff." Because we old and grown now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're the aunties. Yeah. So the uncles. <laughs> they were having a whole thread about how you know 
gassing themselves up, giving themselves all this credit for things they didn't do, and was basically said, um, I will, I'm raising my son, this is a bunch of pregnant people, mm-hmm. I'm raising my son to do, you know, all these very nice things, yeah. you know, like, be open-minded, it was, it's a, a PW group, so predominantly mm-hmm. white, mm-hmm. so it was a whole lot of not see color and treat your, not treat your differences, not um, focus on differences, X, Y, Z, and it was like, yeah, I get all that, but then you had us millennials, a couple of us who jumped in and was like, eh, let me go ahead and put, put a pin in that. Well, because you know that's what makes America beautiful, right? The differences. The it beauty. isn't. Not like, seeing color doesn't help. No. And it's actually detrimental. It's offensive. It's still <laughs> rooted in racism, that whole comment. It's a it's the scapegoat for you to continue to be racist yeah, by saying I'm, you don't see color because not I, seeing I see color, color. honey. I see it. You have to. It's hard <laughs> to miss. Like, it's the first thing you see when you look at somebody. I see it. But... You saying that you don't see color and dismissing our differences, you're completely dismissing and throwing away my culture, Mm -hmm. my strife, my struggle, the advancement, you know, that we come, you know, come through and and achieve and just the shaping that took place for me to be the person standing in front of you. You're completely dismissing that, throwing all of that away and saying it's irrelevant because and, and when you do that, you can't. You can't accept me wholly Mm -hmm. because you're not taking into account all the parts of me, only the parts you choose to see. And that's not okay. Let me tell you something. Culture is very important. Whether you're African American, whether you're Asian American, any people of color, any person of color, your culture is very important. So I brought brought that up, though, to say that, like, when we're talking about toxicity and Mm -hmm. this new generation and how it's unfortunate because people get so caught up in their own their self-hype, right? Mm-hmm. I honestly feel like the Gen Zs are just like a generation of people who believe their own hype. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, cool, because mm-hmm. it can breed as confidence for some, but for a lot of y'all, it's just it's delirium. Bullshit. <laughs> Let's just say it. It's bullshit. And okay. when I see... You know, uh, these relationships, right? Like, mm-hmm. our ne- nieces and nephews are Gen Zers. Yes. And so, some of these relationships, we... As aunties, and like literal and figurative aunties. Yeah. We've had the conversations where we're just like, child, what? What is going on? None of this makes makes a lick of sense. sense. (laughs) Like, you said what? You did what? How How? is that conducive to a positive outcome? How? Make it make sense for me. Oh. Oh, well, she she said X, Y, and Z, so I did it. No. That's not how that works. And what did you expect to get out of that? Oh. And these are heterosexual people. Yeah. Like, what did yeah. you expect to get out of that? Mm. And especially when they've seen, like, us millennials have had, when it comes to the whole the relationships mm-hmm. um, realm, when I look around at, like, our generation and our family, it's a lot of examples of, okay, that worked. That absolutely didn't work. Yeah. This, I could tolerate. That, I'm not going to have no time for. Mm-mm. You know, like, you've seen the progression yeah. and the growth. Yeah. Because some of us, like, you guys, if you have listened, like, my experiences when I was younger are quite different from the experience I'm having in my marriage and mm-hmm. the journey that it took for me to be this woman, this married woman who is mature and yeah. and insecure and her wants, needs, desires, mm-hmm. things like that. And they've seen that. And yep. to see all of that and all those different types of relationships from their gay aunties to their heterosexual parents to their married parents or their single parent. It's so many different examples of relationships <laughs> and still just be like, nah, I like the toxic shit. Yep. It makes sense. Yep. <laughs> like, what? I don't, I don't get, get it. it. <laughs> I don't get it. And I've we've both come to a place now where we're just like, okay, boo, do you. Do your thing. Do you. Because I, I can't. <laughs> like... I can't. The energy, I don't have the energy anymore to focus on what others are doing. I have to maintain my home, my peace in my home, and I have to focus on raising this little girl to be the best woman she could possibly be. Like If she chooses to be a woman. Whatever she chooses, she's yeah. going to be the best. I don't give a damn what she chooses. She's going to be the best at it, the best person she wants to be. She's going to be. I listen. That's my goal to just be an amazing parent to that to, to that little girl. Bottom line, bottom line. So, if it, 
our and millennial asses. Yeah, and again, that requires like you doing work on your own. Absolutely. Right? Like outside of me. Yeah. Because we are seasoned aunties, but this is our first kid. Yeah. Like we have work to do individually. To we be do. good parents, to be good wives. Because be, that's what? Growth. Yeah, to be good sisters, daughters, mm-hmm. aunties, all those things. Like, we wear a lot of hats. Yeah. And it requires us doing things outside of each other. Mm-hmm. Outside of me being Aaliyah's wife, Aaliyah being my other. Now, granted, yeah. we always are that. That is the oh, first hat and the largest one. hat we wear. Yeah. But it's it's maturity to understand and to appreciate the alone time. Because mm-hmm. I can't tell you how to be a mom. I can't tell you how to be a wife. I can tell you what would be best or what I think would work when dealing with me mm-hmm. sometimes in certain situations. But I can't give you a handbook on this is how you be a good wife to me. Like, right. No, because I don't know. Yeah. I just, as well, it happens. you're still learning. Right. But and then and as evolving. stuff happens, you know, then I can say, okay, well. Well, I like I that. Like, yeah. Or, or I don't like when mm-hmm. things go this way in that situation. Like, and vice versa. Like, yeah. I'm not the best wife, but I try to be. Yeah. You know, and I think that it requires me having time on my own. And, and I appreciate that you respect that i was going to say it loud but that's not the right no that's not the correct word (laughs) (laughs) i appreciate that you respect me having my own interests yes and activities and things that don't involve you well because i want you to be happy and when you have things outside of me that make you happy you can then bring that joy and happiness to me if you're miserable and unhappy It's going to reflect on us as a unit. It's not going to work. You know, you you just, you have to be a whole person, a happy person in order to bring anything of value to somebody else. Now, do you think that there's ever, that that's ever a good thing? Like this whole toxic idea of you have, I have to be overly informed and, up under you 24-7 and know every single thing you're doing all the time, like, have to keep my eye on you. Is there ever a situation where that's positive? Otherwise, outside of, like, a serial killer haunting you? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't think that's healthy. I just, I don't think that's healthy because, yes, we have a very strong open line of communication in our marriage right however i don't need to know what you're doing 24 7 i just i don't you don't need to know what i'm doing 24 7 if if and that and that's just because we live together we're married right we share a home so if i'm in my phone you don't need to know what i'm doing in my phone (laughs) I don't need to know what you're doing in your phone. I do not. Okay, that's not healthy. What are you doing? Who are you talking to? Who's that? What's that? Like, that's that's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Now, as a married couple, when your spouse is on their phone, you do... Oh, who, who that? You know, mm. and it's not because I want to control who you're talking to, but it's, I'm nosy. <laughs> Especially when you're having a good conversation. I'm like, who is that? <laughs> Ooh. Talk to like two people. Now let's talk phone. about that after you hang up. What happened? You know, I'm nosy like that. And my wife is nosy like that. So that's that's how we communicate when, when somebody's on the phone in the house and it's like, well, who, 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 who that? Oh. And then you let the person have the conversation. I'll go in another part of the house and let you have that entire conversation. And then when you're off the phone, so what happened? Ooh, that's crazy. Because that's just how we are. You know? But I don't need to know everything you're doing in your phone. When you pick your phone up and you're smiling in your phone and you're laughing, oh I don't God. be like, who, who, what's that? <laughs> what's making you smile? Damn, your wife can't smile? The fuck? No, you can't smile unless I make you smile. That is just <laughs> absurd. <laughs> it's absurd. So no, that's not healthy in any capacity. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. I agree. I agree with that. I, I don't know. I just... It takes. It's so taxing. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know how people do it. It's so exhausting, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's like oh, 
That's a lot of stuff to care about. It's a full-time job. That's a lot of stuff to care about. You might as well just work a double. Just go to work and say I'm pulling a double because having that mentality is like working a double shift. It's too much. I'm not doing that. It's like another job. My gosh. And then I get grouchy and I just don't be caring. Like, and I'm so happy that I don't have this issue with you and you're not like... You don't hound me about stuff because I like to think I am the most simple person to date ever. Yeah, you're very, you very know? chill. I love it. And it's just, it's so exhausting and I don't understand, like, you don't have to question me about things. Again, I don't now and I'm not a person who explains myself to people. I'm <laughs> I hate it. It makes me crazy. Mm-hmm. But... I also, I tell you what you need to hear. Like, mm-hmm. I give you, not what you need to hear, what you need to know. Well, yes. I give pertinent information. Hello. Up front. Damn. And I feel like that's enough. It is. Like, I just opinion. feel like that's enough. If I say, like, oh, um, my homegirl, oh, we're going to have a friend date. We're going off a brunch. We're probably going to go to X, Y, and Z. Nice. And we'll be there for a little bit. Okay. And, um. Yeah, like I'll. Did you have you wanted to do something that day or whatever? I usually would ask you that before I made plans. Exactly, same. You communicate with your spouse and just to make sure that they didn't have anything planned for the two of you. Yeah, and then I. That's it. I feel like that's all the information you need. Who I'm gonna be with, where I'm going, yes, and how long I'm probably gonna be there. And that's not saying that I won't be there longer than what I told you, but at because least you happens. know, right. At least you know where I plan or, to be. And then you'll call me. Yes. Or like, you, oh, you have a going? good time there and you leave and go somewhere else because you're having such a good time with your friends. Yeah. And that then, happens. If that's the case, then you'll call me and that's I'll be like, it. Oh, we at so-and-so or text me like, mm-hmm. Oh, we at so-and-so. Because listen here, I need to know where my wife is at all times. Okay. <laughs> if the world is a crazy fucking place. Okay. And I don't trust people. So I need to know. I don't give a fuck. That could be your girlfriend. That's fine ha 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 but still i need to know where the fuck you are make sure your location is on because i don't trust these motherfuckers okay i do not yeah we definitely um find my iphone yes because when you when you're not usually home when you're not home at your regular time i will track you and pull an f up like where's my wife at oh all right she making her way listen we don't play them games we watch a lot of id channel in this house and people are crazy okay and you got real rage, so I just be wanting oh, to make sure that my. the car is still moving. Oh <laughs> my gosh, I'm working on it. Lord knows I'm working on it. Just oh. want to make sure you ain't jump out the damn car in North Philly or oh, Southwest somewhere. My gosh, acting a fool. Oh. Um, People make you want to do it. They they take it. <laughs> and I'm the queen of pulling up on you, staring you in the face. <laughs> Turn around and look at me so I can catch you up. <laughs> and you can't do that. Turn around. You cannot do that. People Make are eye crazy. contact with me, please, bitch. <laughs> and they never do. They just stay right. Because just... you're such an angry. Oh, when you gosh. have your little rage moments Ooh. in the car, it's very angry. You start driving angry. You oh. start driving faster. <laughs> it's very crazy. I just be feeling like, all right, bitch, you cut me off, so now I need to get in your trunk. <laughs> I need to be on your ass because you tried it. You can't do that because if they slam on the brakes, then it's our fault. Yeah, okay. I know. I know. I know. You are so right. I, you are so right. And I try to work. I'm working on it. Oh, my gosh. People make me so angry driving Y'all, in this damn city. Pray for Liz. Oh. Pray, for, pray for her sanity on the road. Oh, my God. Please. I need it. I need it. So, the I think we're going to... Our takeaways on alone time. Mm-hmm. Mine will be... If you are in a situation where, like like mine, like for me, I'm just going to speak for me. I'm not giving advice. Mm-hmm. I, I have grown to appreciate having a life outside of my title or my, my role mm-hmm. as your wife. Yeah. And granted... I do not exercise those rights often. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoy just being in the house and mm-hmm. being under you. But then also it's times where I'm like, oh gosh, I can't wait for your vacation so you can be home all the time. Yes. But then there's days where it's like, all right, I'm ready for you to go back to work because I don't get shit done when you're home. Yeah. Like, like yep. when you're not home, things get done. When you're home, I don't do anything. <laughs> so, plus... The code and on the flip side, the codependency is real because I can't sleep when you're not home. Yeah, and you know your work schedule means that my sleep gets broken mm-hmm. five, six days a week. So yeah, you know the codependency is there, mm-hmm. but it definitely is <laughs> on both ends. But I think that I've come a really long way in facing my trauma 
of recognizing that toxic behavior of constantly you needing to be over my shoulder or me needing to report in with you all the time or even just being afraid to tell you that I want to do something that doesn't include you Mm -hmm. because that's like was a super irrational fear as well like I didn't even want to say to you oh I'm I'm gonna go out you know but you're not invited you know because Mm -hmm. I didn't I was afraid that it would cause a problem or you would think something that was untrue Mm. so I've I've had to deal with a lot of growth and healing and reprogramming in that space and it has helped me to realize just how unhealthy and toxic that lifestyle is yeah what about you what's your takeaway from that i mean needing alone time my takeaway is this i mean it's very healthy for me personally to just have a moment a couple hours just to just step away and just do some thinking you know you you because when you're around when i'm around my when i'm around you you know i don't think about things that i have to do personally mm-hmm. same you know so i'm and i'm excited to be around you and share your company and love on you and i'm you know it makes me very happy but you need to just take a step away just to collect yourself and get yourself you know together so that's my takeaway you know Taking some time for self is very important and it's nothing wrong with it and you shouldn't feel guilty about it and you know life is amazing and when you find when you find your your partner in crime and your spouse and your the love of your life you know cherish every moment you have with them of course but you also have to cherish you know moments with yourself that's it I like it yeah so that's going to wrap up this week's episode of Love, Life, and Labels. Mm-hmm. Please subscribe, share, tell a friend to tell a friend. Hey. Leave your thoughts um, you know, in comments. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star review. Yay! Um, if you follow us on Instagram, we're on Instagram at Love, Life, and Labels. You can leave your comments there on this week's episode as well. Again, we're Love, Life, and Labels everywhere. Instagram, YouTube, here. We're on all the podcasting platforms. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for tuning in with us again this week to listen to us. Yes. Talk our shit (laughs) and hang out and have these little therapeutic sessions with you guys. Indeed. Thank you, you know, just for supporting us. We really do appreciate it. Greatly appreciate it, guys. Please come through. Subscribe to YouTube. New vlog coming um, and if you haven't already, go ahead and leave your email for updates on Sweet Lux Candle Co. Yes, baby. We have all your luxury home fragrance needs oh, coming. So good. They smell so good. So, so good. Yeah. Thank you guys. And we will see you on the gram. Bye.